When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody out there, welcome into the PHLY Phillies podcast powered by Ford. Check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive a Ford nearest you. Yes, that Ford, big bad American Ford, uh, bringing us the winter meetings week and our friend John Foley, who will be joining us shortly from Nashville as not a lot actually per se, happened yesterday, uh, but the rumor mill, the morning stovetop is in full swing, and we'll get to all that in a second, but the big news of yesterday, uh, Renee, of course it happened right as you left the mm-hmm. offices yesterday, uh, where the Phillies and manager Rob Thompson agreed on a one-year extension. Uh, Tyler and I hopped on real quick just to give our quick reaction to it, uh, and our reaction was, this makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, because Rob Thompson has had, you know, if you judge your success in terms of championships only, then he's been a failure. But I think that's an incredibly unfair to judge most coaches and managers. Uh, but he has been in a World Series and he has been in an NLCS and he was not deserving of being a lame duck manager. Uh, and there was a great piece by Matt Gelb on The Athletic, which had a quote in it from Rob Thompson and Dave Dombrowski. And I think this just kind of encapsulates Rob Thompson's Kind of just general being. Uh, Dombrowski said, he didn't ask me. I approached him. And Rob's quote was, I'm waiting to win a World Series. And then I was going to approach him. So I loved hearing that. I think it gives you a little mindset into Rob of like, the job's not done. I'm not going to laud myself. I'm not going to you know, parade around thinking I demand a new contract. Uh, I've been a lame duck manager for 27 years. Uh, and I think it's, it's, it's a good... I think you kind of see how his personality translates to the clubhouse and the team. Yeah, look, we talked about it on the show before about, you know, what would I think it was as we were going through grading everybody, what would Rob Thompson's extension look like? And I know I believe we all most of us mentioned one more year, a one year extension. You definitely also want to lock in before, you know, you don't want the longer you go without that extension, the longer it just it just it's procrastination. It just prolongs things. Like, you know, you want to have Rob for, you know, through 2025, go ahead and give him the extension. Now he can start focusing on the immediate future mm-hmm. versus the wondering. And obviously there's, there's love all throughout the Phillies organization for Rob, for the players, for how he works with Dave and, and everyone. So to just make it prolonged and, and drag on is just unnecessary. So I like the fact that this is something that as winter meetings get started, okay, another thing done. I know we've talked Zach Wheeler extension, Bryce Harper's contract being rejigged, uh, Rob Thompson extension. Continue to check those boxes. Lock in the sure things. Rob has, although sometimes may get heat, and I know I've thrown some heat his way myself, Rob Thompson has done a steady job. You look at what he's yeah. done since being appointed Absolutely. and coming in uh, a couple years ago, and you, you look at the fact that this team has been World Series, NLCS, fallen short. So I would love to see with one more year for Topper in that contract extension through 2025. Okay, now what? 
What does next year look like? How are how does the team come out next season and make adjustments to hopefully get back and further? So I'm all for it. And I like the fact that also with that, we got the, the news. I know you and Tyler talked about the announcing of hiring an assistant uh, assistant hitting coaches as well. Yeah, two hitting coaches. Billy's taking care of business right now. Yeah, and this is a quote I'll get to from the Matt Gelb article as well. Uh, but two hitting coaches can't come into the organization now to be under, I guess, the guidance of hitting coach Kevin Long. Uh, one is coming from the Giants organization where he was the biomechanics coach uh, for the hitting program out there. The other guy... And I think Tyler just scoffed at biomechanics. Um, and the other guy comes from the Astros organization. So I guess Pat Burrell uh, felt as though he didn't need the biomechanics guy in San Fran freeing him up. Uh, and this is from the Matt Gelb article, which, which makes a lot of sense. I think uh, the Phillies are, one, recognizing that stylistically some things need to change. Uh, it's not the fault of Kevin Long. It's just mm -hmm. that Kevin Long needed some more help. The Phillies went into the offseason thinking that Long was stretched thin and could offer better feedback to the hitters if they tweaked the in-game duties. All of this novel in December, the Phillies will have to chase fewer pitches in 2024, and even the best hitting coaches are only good as their personnel. There will not be any major lineup acquisitions, Dombrowski said. The Phillies are betting on continuity, allowing them to make efficient adjustments where needed. Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a clear directional change in adjustments in the hitting approach uh, without making any major moves. And, you know, it's one of the questions I, I we're going to talk to John momentarily from Nashville today. I, I'd like him to ask Dave Dombrowski today is like you have guys that are so in the prime of their careers and gotten to this point of excellence mm -hmm. How do you teach an old dog new tricks? Yeah. How do you get Nick Castellanos to stop exactly. chasing low and outside? How did you, how do you get, Trey, Trey Turner might be the most moldable one, I feel like, but like, how do you get some of these guys that are veterans that have been doing it for pretty well for so long to change all of a sudden? Now, mm -hmm. I know like, you know, the article went on to say Kevin Long's going to deal with the at-bats and yeah. the other coaches will deal with uh, the pitch selections, the swing mm -hmm. movement and all that stuff, but that's got to be a a tough task to uh, to undertake there. Yeah, and that's a great point. You know, look, uh, for Rob Thompson specifically, I know in the chat you guys are talking a lot about your thoughts on Rob and p specifically looking at the postseason. Since Rob started as interim in June of 2022, then was full, fully manager in October of the same year, you look at what the Phillies have done since then, and there's obviously areas that are question marks. Like, we all agree, uh, whether it was Craig Kimbrell, uh, postseason decisions not to maybe change and, and tweak the lineup, uh, Yoro in, in big moments and having Johan Rojas in big moments. You know, those are the question marks that we have that down the stretch, okay, Rob Thompson, we saw games like against the Braves, for example, what was it, game, th game one? Um, and, and game three, especially where he was really playing chess. He was really in his bag, so to speak. From the bullpen. But then you turn around and you look at the NLCS and Rob had some blunders. And honestly, um, you felt like the Phillies got a little bit out coached in that sense. And so the question always is, well, is it on Rob? I know your chair's a little low. Yeah, I, felt, I noticed I, I was looking really down low. on you. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was like, maybe Jamie wants to sit a little lower today. I felt really but, low uh, there. <laughs> but there were those questions also of, is it on Rob or is it on the guy? Guys. And as a former athlete myself, yes, the athletes, especially as grown men, have some responsibility to hold themselves accountable to make adjustments. But I love what you're saying of, okay, well, Rob, what is your plan? Because everybody's got to do their part. So that's why I'm, I'm all for this extension through 2025, because we don't have enough of a sample size from Rob. But what we have seen is a World Seas run and an NLCS run. Now, what I need to see next is how are you talking with the guys, especially leading up to this upcoming season? to make those adjustments, to make sure that, you know, you're getting better at bats, you're getting, you're getting overall much more consistency and much more of just that, that all-around performance we want from yeah. the Phillies. And Hypothetical Man says, I think, a very fair criticism of him here in the chat. Uh, and thanks for joining us, everyone. Make sure you're hitting that like button while you're in here in the chat. Uh, and he says, Topper has been a masterful manager in the short series, mm -hmm. but he's left a lot to be desired in the traditional seven-game series. I think that's that's fair. Um, you know, there was a couple things you want to go back in that NLCS and change. Uh, and in the World Series the year before that, you know, leaving Nola in like, you know, those are the decisions that 
are going to get, you know, magnified in an offseason when you don't win. So yeah, and that's, uh, I and, think that's a fair critique. And that is the types of stuff that when you talk about as a manager, your role is to make sure you're you're coaching, organizing, structuring this team, whatever term you want to use. I know why WYRM's like, they're managers. They're not coaches. You are a coach. Also, your job is to coach. Your job is to manage a team. Your job is to set them up for success. So for me, I'm not putting all the blame on Topper. No, he's not at the bat. No, he's not the one pitching. He's not in Craig Kimbrell's spot. But he is the one that's making some decisions. Yeah. And so you can't fully ex- exude him from that fault because that's his job as the manager of this organization to make sure they're setting up each game especially once you get to the postseason to win so I I I know we talked about this before many many times uh about you know just who's at fault so to speak it's a little bit of everyone I'm not gonna fully blame Topper but I'm also not gonna fully you know think he's above that blame but he has done a steady job that the extension was well deserved at this point in the season uh the offseason I should say going into winter meetings the Phillies are just kind of crossing the t's dotting the i's getting those uh logistics done that really allow for now you guys to just focus into spring training, knowing that Rob, you're extended another year. Hopefully Zach's extension, you know, these are the types of moves that will just help the team be able to focus on the most important things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there was a comment, um, Topic. Oh yeah. MBD. <laughs> I, I do think coming out strong this year is important, mm. uh, to not you mean unlike last year. Yeah. And MBD <laughs> says, you know, we'll, we'll see if the spring training guru can get them off to a fa- fast start this year. Yeah. When you have the Braves in your division, um, you know, yeah. look, I don't really care if they win the division or not, because I, I do think there's something to the rest, um, being more problematic than it is good in baseball. That's my personal opinion. Um, but you know, you still want to not have to dig yourself out of a hole. So we'll see how the Phillies come out this year. Yeah. I do also think one last thing before we move on, I know you're ready to move forward. Um, it isn't baseball, much like football, you know, with any sport where there's coordinators and, you know, specified coaches that are working with a specific group, it does make it tricky of like, who's, who's in charge of what? Well, I think, Kevin and that's Long, always the tricky part too, of even managing the different voices. You got a lot of cooks in the yeah, kitchen that so you're managing. People in the chat are saying, you know, yeah. Kevin Long reports to Thompson, it all falls on him. But mm-hmm. I think. That's when a good you, point when you look at up. Kevin Long from the 30,000 foot view, um, the young guys took a lot of strides last year. You know, Brandon mm-hmm. Marsh took some serious strides. Alec Bohm took some serious strides and Bryson Stott. I mean, at times those three, you know, not excluding Harper might've been your three most consistent at bat. So when you look at Kevin Long in that regard, right. it's a really good thing. And that's going, you know, if you're Dave Dombrowski and John Middleton, you're going, <laughs> all right, how can we help Kevin Long more? Like, I don't think mm-hmm. he's deserving of losing his job because Nick Cassianos and Trey Turner forgot how to hit in game six and seven. How can we help him? Maybe we give these guys the and supplement. I'm okay game. with the NLCS blunders and the lack of adjustments and the fact that the bats went cold. If this upcoming season, I think it's definitely starting out to a much better start. Cannot mm-hmm. have the same type sure. that we've seen the last last season, especially, but have to get to a better start. And then want to see as the season's progressing, you know, how the lineups are shaping out and how adjustments are being made. Because I know in the chat, you guys are talking about that as well. Dave Doerr and different people, uh, Matt, that you're talking about. Yeah, that's what we're keeping an eye on. I think that's why that extension makes sense for like a short-term one-year extension through yeah. 2025. Yeah, so wrapping up the rest of the Phillies before we get to John and we'll talk kind of all of the hot stove with him because there's a lot happening around the oh, league. Yeah. Um, those we, we've been talking about this and I, I think this was the least shocking news ever in the Matt Gelb story. Uh, I'll just read it. It's not the splashiest off season. The Phillies have not spoken to San Diego about Juan Soto, according to major league, several major league sources. They are not bidding in the highest range for Yamamoto and they are not targeting other top flight pitchers such as Blake Snell and Josh Hader. They are content to see the biggest pieces come off the board and add complimentary players when prices drop. The onus will be on everyone, players and coaches, returning from a successful team. I don't want to say that's a, a, a dust. There I am. It's not because Matt yeah. did some work and, and talked to some sources there. But I do think that's kind of obvious. Like, because of the payroll. The Phillies right now projected are, be, are $252 million, mm-hmm. the third highest in baseball. The Braves are slightly above them at 256 and the Mets still on the hook for Scherzer and Verlander are at 289 Yankees are right behind them. Padres right behind them. Astros right behind them. 
Um, so I think to expect them to go get a Yamamoto, a Snell, <laughs> a Hater is just uh, foolish, to be yeah. honest. Like, I, this is the most money they've ever spent. This is a new realm for them to be in. Mm -hmm. They're not going to keep going. There is a limit. It's a, <laughs> it's a salary capless league, but there is a limit to what John Middleton's going to spend here. And that's that's the thing. Like, obviously, you'd love for the Phillies to be able to go out and figure out ways to bring in Juan Soto, Yamamoto, uh, all, all the head. Hey, Otani, let's bring them all in. But there's there's money that has to be spent. There's a cap. There's a limit. So as a, you know, you hear the different reports. I know Scott Lauber was also saying he feel you know the Phillies are not. In on the Soto sweepstakes they were talking about. They're not involved in trade talks for Juan Soto. Um, a source Duh. familiar with the club's thinking <laughs> said Monday at winter meeting. So, yeah, I mean, it's not surprising. It's one of those things where we would like it to happen. Sure. Of course, in a, in a dream world, we'd love to be able to think about, you know, what would the Phillies look like if you have these, you know, flashy names that you're adding into the organization. But overall, this club already made the most important deals. And they understand, much like I always say, it's not about just having the best players you don't need all the superstars to win look across the leagues uh clippers looking at you having all these all-stars and superstars doesn't always equate to championships you need to have the right blend of talent sure. you know role players complementary pieces so dogs. the phillies need those dogs that are going to come and have that underdog mentality and help them uh just continue to grind out wins so i i like that they're stating the obvious because I agree. Money is an object, and money is also an object when you're going to FOCO because mm. you want to make sure you're shopping, and I know King Krabs was on it. FOCO, the spot to be able to purchase any of the leading options for merchandise, apparel, bobbleheads, collectibles. Head on over to FOCO. Use that code that is on your screen. PHOY10 gets you 10% off. Again, for those listening across all of our podcast platforms that we appreciate so much, using code PHOY10 gets you 10% off at FOCO. So now you can have the best gear, the best merch, the best items that you're rocking as you are cheering on your teams anytime that you're heading out to the ballpark, the arena, the stadium, wherever you're going. Yeah, so the last Phillies Nuggets, and then we'll bring John in here. Uh, Michael Taylor, who we talked about yesterday as being mm -hmm. one of those non-sexy kind of outfielders <laughs> to add to the team. Um, he has apparently a lot of interest and has allegedly offers up to from six teams uh, so TBD, if the Phillies are one of them, uh, to the people in the chat saying Kimbrel sucks, uh, it looks <laughs> like the Orioles are exploring and kicking the tires on our old friend Craig. So you did not have to worry about that. So that's so sad to hear. Yeah. Oh, Baltimore could be picking up. Craig, wow. Well, oh. Tyler, are we all set in Nashville? Yeah, we are. Apparently. So we've got like 150 different things happening at yes. PHLY today. And uh, I saw I, our coworker Fletcher Cox. Well, I'm, I'm going to apologize to anybody in the chat. I think there was some, um, how do I say, I'm going to have to pause as soon as I say this. Okay. There was some cross stream um, things Chatting? happening between our show here and whatever work is being done in the other studio. Ah. So anybody that I believe heard some of our Flyers friends. Um, that, <laughs> but they're not even that's, in the studio. That's but probably the, the what those guys I think are back in studio. Yeah. So I don't know what. There's happening. a lot of things Our going on right now. Uh, but to answer oh, no, your question, we, we we are uh, indeed ready to talk to John. <laughs> All right. Well, let's send it down to Nashville. If I was going to Nashville, I'd want to be driving in my Ford. This is powered by Ford. Check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive. The Ford dealer nearest you. And there is our friend John Foley with the official all-city backdrop oh, behind him. Looking professional as ever. Credential around the neck. Good morning down in Nashville, John. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah, we're very professional down here at the moment. Uh, our friends from Chicago have set up a whole studio here. They've got about a dozen folks. Uh, you know, they're, they're really... Uh, paying close attention to Otani news. And to be to be honest, I'm a little bit jealous. It seems like they're having a lot more fun uh, with some of the Chicago rumors uh, than we are with the Phillies. Um, as you all were noting, uh, Gelb's article yesterday sort of indicated that they're not interested in doing much of anything big. Um, you know, hopefully maybe that's a little bit of gamesmanship on Dombrowski's part. You have to think that if the right opportunity comes along, um, he's certainly not shy about wheeling and dealing. Uh, but the overarching theme that's starting to develop is, you know what, this team was 
just about good enough to to uh, win the World Series last year, the year before that. It didn't happen. And it might not be outside help coming in. It might be, you know, just these players performing up to expectations and, and maybe these new, new batting coaches can help. Um, I'm always a little skeptical about the idea. I think, Jamie, you were talking about earlier that, you know, professional ball players that have been doing this their entire lives uh, are going to sort of get coached up stop chasing bad pitches. Uh, Kevin Long has had, as you noted, a, a ton of success with the younger guys. Um, but it's it's hard to imagine. And I, I don't know these these new coaches, these new assistant hitting coaches' backgrounds. It's a little hard to imagine that they're going to come in and, and you know, give some directions to Nick Castellanos and, and have him cut down on his chase rate. But maybe they can. They, they were hired for a reason. And... Uh, We'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think we should give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, well, John, I love the fact that you have the official All-City set up because it looks like your press conference ready right now. Um, and I know in the chat, people are get, putting in some requests as well for some conversation they want you to intercept because as you mentioned, and as we've talked about, the Phillies right now aren't in a situation of having a need to make the flashiest, sexiest, as Jamie always says, deals down in Nashville right now. It's just about those complimentary pieces. So ahead of Rob Thompson, who's going to be speaking at 140, um, this is presser. What is it that you're hoping to hear from Rob in that? You know, it, it, I'm hoping to hear from Rob that you know, I, I think we'll hear. I think we'll hear the the typical lines. He's he's happy with the team he has now. Um, you know, they're good enough to win uh, as the team is presently uh, constituted and. You know what? What else can he really say? Now you know in the back of his mind, he absolutely wants some new, an infusion of new talent. Or even if it's, you know, we've talked in previous episodes here, it doesn't even have to be superstar upgrades. You could even make some changes, some lateral moves um, to to switch it up a little bit and bring in folks that maybe. Uh, a little bit bring a little bit of a better mix. We have a lot of the same types of hitters. Uh, maybe you send out uh, somebody with a with a high chase rate, a, a power guy for somebody with more contact, more on base percentage. Um, I don't expect to hear much of that from Rob. I, I expect him to say, you know, he loves his guys. He's going to back his guys up. That's one of the best attributes about him. Um, but you know, if if we can get if we can read between the lines and get a few nuggets from Rob about uh, what he thinks the team needs, I think that's that's what I'd like to hear if he's if he's willing to be forthcoming with that. Yeah. So, uh, John, uh, Michael Taylor, like that type of level of player, is probably about as sexy as the Phillies are going to get. We just went through the payroll numbers. Uh, they're at 252 million projected already, the third highest in baseball. They, as of now, are spending more than the New York Yankees. Like uh, any other guys you, you've heard mentioned down there and talking to Phillies reporters, any other outfield names pop up? Because to me, like this is a position of need. Um, not, uh, I don't believe for a second what Dave Dombrowski is saying that they're all set. Uh, any other names you've heard uh, kind of mentioned in that? you know, sub-tier category of outfielders, particularly right-handers? There, there has not been. I mean, the Phillies haven't been tied to much of anything here, um, which, which is surprising. Hopefully it changes today. As soon as we get some of that information, I'll, I'll put it right out there. Uh, but for the most part, no, they're just, they're just not players this year. And, you know, I, I think it, it's – in in large part due to the payroll, like you said, Jamie. I mean, it's it doesn't make for doesn't make for a fun week right now for Phillies fans. But if you step back and take a look at it, this this is an enviable position to be in to have your team mostly set. And yes, they they should add an outfielder, um, a reliever, uh, you know, a few more tweaks here and there. But you know, it, one thing I've noticed being down here, speaking to folks from other teams, there's a, there's a lot of teams with enormous holes to fill. And, you know, they're, they're desperately hoping that they can get Otani, <laughs> that they can get Yamamoto. And while those would be, 
you know, spectacular additions to any team, including the Phillies. Um, you know, it's, it's, you, you should rather be us than them when it comes to this stuff that, you know, a, a fairly tame winter meetings from the Phillies is not necessarily a bad thing. We, it's always more fun if they make a splash, if they make big moves, they've done that a number of years in a row now. And again, I think that's why they're looking at bulking up the coach and they, they have players that they think are good enough to win the world series Honestly, I believe they are good enough to win the World Series. They have been for a couple of years, and they just didn't get it done. So at some point, the onus is on those players, those superstars, step up, make it happen. Yeah, I know I'm seeing in the chat some chatter about, um, you know, Carpenter School wants to re-sign Reese Hoskins. I know people are talking about different things. So as we know, the Phillies specifically haven't been in, in chats of any serious major moves. But Jamie and I haven't even had a chance to dive into the other hot stove news around the league. Of course, there's different updates, whether it's Otani being rumored to possibly go to the Blue Jays and other things. What have you heard outside of the Phillies in terms of moves? I know right now you're kind of just sitting back you know, uh, I won't say relaxing, but sitting back a little bit more because the Phillies aren't expected to make any flashy deals, especially this week. Whereas we are rumoring, hearing the constant rumors about other teams looking to lock in these major prospects, whether it's Otani or Bellinger or different people. What have you heard down in Nashville in terms of some potential updates? I I think the, the most talk uh, – this morning has really been about the possibility of Otani to the Blue Jays. Um, you know, there's a report last night that uh, that Otani was was talking to the Jays organization uh, in Florida. Um, you know, and I, I know it definitely has our our Chicago buddies uh, a little concerned. Um, but you know, what can you really what can you really make of that? Um, you know, there's tons of gamesmanship going on. You know, there's this whole concept that uh, Otani was planning to eliminate anyone. If there were leaks about who he was talking to, he wanted to keep it sort of secretive that they would automatically be out of the conversation. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> um, you know, you could even think that maybe they were uh, sort of gamed by a, by another organization. Um, but Otani continues to be and will be uh throughout this week he's he's going to be the main topic of conversation um i would say the second biggest thing i've heard non-phillies related uh is that the the padres and, and yankees despite some talk yesterday that they were still pretty far, far apart um there seems to be uh, an emerging consensus here that these two teams really really need to work that out with each other that it's 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 a great deal for could be a great deal for both teams um makes all the sense in the world and sort of the vibe is that uh people think soto and the yankees will will work it out now that's just this morning yesterday it sounded completely different uh one thing to remember here is that everything you hear, just take it with a grain of salt because two hours later, you might hear something completely different. Awesome, John. We appreciate the check-in this morning. I know you got Rob Thompson coming up with his public availability here pretty shortly. Uh, so why don't you go get the latest from him, break a couple stories for us. And if you want to start a couple false rumors, uh, we're here to help you know push them along for you. So uh, let us know if you want to cook up something bad. Absolutely. I mean, we're we're going to have some fun by the end of the week, whether it's real rumors, fake rumors. We're going to get something going, and we're going to make sure we have some some fun with the Phillies talk. So, so you're reading along with go. John's week in Nashville on allphly.com. John, we will talk to you soon. Uh, thank you for checking in. And John is powered by Ford. Check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. Uh, so we're going to do a little inside uh, radio here because uh, I may have looked quasi-miserable during that interview with John. You know. Um, no. And that was no reflection on what John was saying or anything about that. We have a bit of a blown computer speaker issue. So it was very hard to hear what John was saying. Um, so, I heard him perfectly. Yeah, did you? Yeah, you have that next level yeah, here. You know, and my chair is sinking. I'm lower <laughs> yeah, than you again. I'm not going to lie. This I is was not going well for me today. 
You guys ever seen Somebody you, said that you, you broke the chair. You guys ever seen Why the movie Office so- Space? <laughs> You know, an office space where they take the uh, the printer or the fax machine yeah, yeah, yeah. to the field oh and just beat That's up what baseball bats. Computer speaker. What I love uh, is I, I think we just raise the whole thing and start over. Yeah. I love the fact that we're having two totally different experiences. Yeah. Like I'm over here like ah, da, 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 da. So, you're over here shrinking. So like my and- my wife is a teacher <laughs> and like we'll be having a conversation and the kids will be going like nuts and being like da, da, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like I literally cannot hear you right now. You gotta because pick out of- the buzzwords. I, I'm incapable of it. Wow. I got All right. So, yeah. like, uh, I was just angrily sending messages on our team Slack, like, we need to fix this now. Well, so everybody that's else, why I, that's the why good I news miserable. is it, it doesn't affect no, everybody else. Everybody else, like, Matt is saying, they heard him just yeah, fine. Yeah, you guys could, but that I could. Uh, I was wearing an angry Carpet face on that. Carpet is cool so is really being mean to our guy, John, right now. What I love about our group, though, is we each have different personalities, and we play off of each other, I feel like, pretty nicely. And John is Mr. Calm, Cool, Mild-Mannered. Um, similar to actually like how Bo is and mm-hmm. kind of like Derek's kind of like that. Like we have a, a good mixture of those personalities around. Uh, we're not that, but yeah. Carver's cool. Leave him alone. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I thought you were 20, char- thought you were 21 years old. No, there you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, at least I, 21 I, technically. 21. Anything. You are at least yeah. 21. You're mentally yes. 21. Yes. Um, so I'm glad everybody could hear John better than I could. Yeah, I um, was like, it wasn't great, but I was, I was uh, oh, I picking could, up on all it. All I could hear was, I was even yeah, taking yeah, some notes. Yeah, yeah, I got some notes out of it too. But uh, so I wanted to pretty much die there. So that was my miserable face. It was, no offense, John. That was just that was me. I didn't. And wear you're mad. It well. You're shrinking. Yes, and I'm shrinking and sending angry Slack messages. You, it's okay. You we're did fine. get some compliments. I heard people were saying you look like Big Dom over there. Oh yeah. I don't know if. I want a big, big Dom, but okay. I don't know how to take that either, yeah. actually. But at least Carpet is cool with saying you look, you look very young. I, uh, um, I've stood next to Big Dom a couple times, and I'm, I'm much smaller of a man. He is a, he is a large well, I human feel like being. You've got the hat, like it's the, it's the black. His glasses the are vibe. way more South Philly than mine. That's valid. Yeah, that's yeah. valid. He's got the uh, the frameless mm, kind of yeah. like tinted. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what's going on there, but you kind of want to avoid <laughs> Typical it. Miserable guy, guy. Guy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's get to some of the hot stove rumors. Oh, I, like man. I don't even know what you and John said. I was just hearing like uh, peanuts. Teacher How did I hear me? I'm sitting right here because I was just like anticipating the awfulness. I'm not coming. gonna lie, guys. Um, so Jamie a- has a really bad hat. He doesn't listen to me. No, I, I do I feel, listen. To you. I don't know. I don't know what if you have this issue at home also. No. But if Addy ever complains about it i agree because <laughs> i've said things and you will literally i'll be like the sky is blue and you'll be like wow well the sky sometimes, is blue uh, sometimes and i'm, I'm like, looking I at literally... my notes like sometimes i'm trying to work ahead <laughs> that speaker made me want to jump out the window you know stuff happens I, i've yeah. actually seen i've seen jamie try to tweet three separate tweets at once <laughs> at points like stop so. trying to multitask yeah. you're not a multitasker no my add brain says you're like otherwise. playing with the rug you're you're doing a whole my bunch of things sinking. yeah you're all over the place it's fine yeah, it's fine it's everything's okay. fine so let's get to the hot stove um I, I know otani was discussed there but there's a very i think interesting development and it has to do with the toronto blue jays mm-hmm. now Ch- jeff Passan a couple weeks ago otani is dealing in such secrecy <laughs> that we don't even know your future husband's dog's name <laughs> I know. Yet. he wouldn't even give his dog's name on his mvp award session Spark. because people are are <laughs> thinking that there's going to be some connection to his new team because of his dog name. Like, we're, we're all losing our minds a little bit on the Otani front. But Jeff Passan in his story a week or two weeks ago said that because of this level of secrecy with Otani, he's going to view any team he meets with, if news gets out to the press, he's going to view it as a slight on the team. And Ken Rosenthal and others last night said allegedly Otani was in the Toronto Blue Jays Florida uh, spring training facility meeting Mm -hmm. with the team and word got out pretty quickly. Um, Another guy, I have to find his name in in my notes here, says that the Dodgers are believed to be the landing spot amongst executives but do not count out the Blue Jays yet. Now you wonder if the Blue Jays news coming out, they kind of plaxicoed themselves shot themselves in the foot and you know that's gonna hurt them and if so i I really want toronto to get them get to the al please so i really don't want to see him go to the dodgers yeah i mean listen 
Somebody was asking in the chat. Oh, John Sequello was asking since Otani doesn't want leaks, does that mean the Blue Jays are out? It doesn't make you wonder. I know John Jeff Passan, Foley I think was just talking about that. So when he puts that yeah. out there, like I think he's the best reporter but in as, the game. As you mentioned, a Monday meeting in, at their training complex in Dunedin, Florida, uh, makes you wonder if that's leaked as some. You know, some bait maybe to some other teams like, look, we're having meetings um, and it's not supposed to be leaked. But I will say also, I thought it was very entertaining that we heard from the GM of the Blue Jays, Ross Atkins, who was making a little he was interviewed on like a show on um, MLB Network Radio. It was and he was, you know giving his plea for why Otani should go to Toronto. He was saying, you know, the city of Toronto represents a nation. They've got the best resources to get players better. They have a player-focused facility. They also have the draw and ability to acquire talent at every level, amateur, international. They can maximize spending. He went through and through. We've got George Springer, Kevin Gossman, uh, Chris Bassett types of deals that we've been able to make. So uh, to be able to have to see Ross out there giving the plea and then also see the meetings that were happening in, happening in Dunedin, Dunedin, excuse me. I'm Dunedin. never going to say I'm never going to say that correct. I'm Dunedin. trying. I feel like it's it's important for me to add that nugget in there. Dunedin. Dunedin. Excuse me. There you go. But it should be spelled Dunedin. I mean, that's what it's spelled. <laughs> it's spelled like Dunedin. <laughs> Just keep it simple. Who I, ever thought this? I don't see Dunedin. Dunedin. It's spelled like D U N E. I am on Dune. an article that says Dune nine Florida or fifteen Florida towns <laughs> you're pronouncing call. wrong. I'm telling you it's that's Dunedin. how you pronounce you it. You Googled it while I said it because you knew it was wrong. No, when, when I you said, first said Dunedin, it, I went, Dunedin. That's not right. Because you didn't I can, know it was Dunedin. Yeah, I did. Because I can hear Tom McCarthy in in my head go, and the Phillies got on the team bus on yeah, the way to Dunedin still, this morning because they played the Blue Jays a lot. I still don't like it. I wasn't gonna correct you. Tyler blew it up, and then you brought well, it up. Well, because I don't. I still think they're saying it wrong. It should just be Dunedin. Tom's we, also wrong. Should we get you uh, a meeting with the mayor down there? Yeah, because I studied, maybe the marketing I studied community? linguistics in college. Mm -hmm. I just think that the phonetics of it is Dunedin. Yeah, carpet is cool. But okay, um, Dunedin. Yeah, D's um, Nuts. Maybe they just changed the name to <laughs> D's Nuts, Florida. Dunedin, excuse me, whatever. <laughs> Dunedin. I'm going to name you. My that's what our dogs gonna be named Dunedin. Mm. I do. Dunedin uh, John Sequella says it's a it's an awesome facility, great views, good beers, nice bar. Just and a left terrible field. named area. Park, park, parking sucks. Uh, I do want to do like the Florida Spring Trading Tour and go to around to a like follow the Phillies and go to like a couple different complexes. Yeah, uh, that but, would be really fun. So okay, all this was the point of all this, and you all got sidetracked on Dunedin, <laughs> aka Dunedin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know where you sell see. Oh, yeah, D-U-N-E okay. is Dune. Yeah. Like the dunes. And yeah. then Din is like dinner. Dune-din. Dune-din. I don't think so. <laughs> Makes me think of Dig Dug. Um, John Dickerson says, Renee calls Intercourse, <laughs> Pennsylvania, hanky-panky. <laughs> Some names are just overthought. Stop saying it's Dunedin. It's Pren Dune-din. Do you call reading, reading? No. Okay. Because you read a book. <laughs> yes. You could read a book. I mean, also. some have read a book. I haven't read a book in a long time. <laughs> oh, good Lord. And so all that was me to say that obviously we've heard the rumors that Toronto is the front runner. They've seemed to be the one that's close, you know, closing in on well, a deal. Well, they're the dark horse. Um, I think the Dodgers yeah. are still the favorite, but the Blue Jays, people mm. are saying now, are legit contenders for him but then i also don't know exactly how accurate this is because now we're also hearing the reports that allegedly uh there's some potential that shohei otani just stays with los anjos well i don't want to hear him <laughs> ever angels. talk about wanting to win if he right. resigns with the angels and then i heard there's also um some reports that there's a sixth mystery team um that's uncertain so for all intents and purposes there are five clubs until further notice that's what Heyman was saying and uh john Heyman was saying that it could be Atlanta. It could be someone that we haven't. I mean, there we've talked about Atlanta, so I don't know what would be a mystery so, team. So Mark Bauman, who covers or Bowman, excuse me. See, I, I would say Bowman. Uh, I, I grew up with somebody with that last name. They pronounce it Bowman. So we'll go with Bowman. Mark <laughs> Bowman from down in Atlanta. He's basically the Todd Zalecki version of the MLB writer down in Atlanta. He came out yesterday and um, was music to Phillies fans' ears mm -hmm. uh, because he came out with a story and says, the Braves have not talked to Otani, are not expected to really talk to Otani, and their interest in Dylan Cease has been way overblown. Mm. But a little bit of bad news, he does go on to say that Corbin Burns and Tyler Glasnow could be potential trade partners. Uh, he also thinks the Braves could be selling some pieces to kind of sell high on people 
and free up some money elsewhere. So this caught my attention because it's obviously it's NL East news. The two names he mentioned as people to sell high on uh, was Marcelo Zuna, who really became a hate to face for me. I did want the Phillies to get him like four or five years ago, though. Uh, and Raciel Iglesias, their uh, you know stud closer, who missed the first half of this year coming off an injury. So interesting that they could potentially sell those. Horrifying, they could get a Corbin Burns. Uh, Tyler Glasnow wouldn't marry, worry me as much as Burns, uh, but he does say the Otani news is pretty much trash and the Dylan Cease thing is overblown. Mm -hmm. So in terms of NL East news, uh, I take that as fairly encouraging. I mean, the thing Minus about Otani at this point is we've heard now the Angels are back in the mix. We've heard the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Blue Jays, the Giants, the Braves. Um, of course, we've heard... You know, when you look across all these names, uh, every day it's a different one that's a front runner, that's a favorite. So, you know, this is what happens when, when you've got the big name, Shohei Otani, on the market. And I know somebody earlier, I think it was Christy or someone was saying, like, we haven't had that much excitement um, this winter, so far in winter meetings. It is, it is only Tuesday, and I imagine things might ramp up a little bit, but we also have been hearing some other reports. I know um, it's, a, it's a weird thing going out in Seattle with the Mariners um, because well, obviously Blake Snell has been— freed that money up. Blake Snell has been literally saying, take me, take me, and they won't. But they have been uh, there have been reports that they are considering Cody Bellinger as their free agent option to bring in. That was something that, that was, Morosi, was Morosi just like and, an hour ago. Yeah, saying, MLB. Uh, network which makes sense because they freed that money up mm -hmm. in the kelenic trade for, and you were going all right well what's it for is it for otani is it for something else did you else? see the kelenic uh post that he did that like it got people thinking oh he's throwing some shade he uh no i did not kelenic like went through his whole post like thanking all the fans and everybody and never once mentioned the mariners mm. and people were like why wouldn't he say like thanks so to the yeah, it's this long mm. post. It's a lot of words, too. And in nowhere in those words did he at any point say, like, thank you to the Mariners. Well, so there's them. there maybe is. I mean, yeah, it was, I was like, oh, is there some tea going on over there? Is there some controversy? A now, bit? Cody but Bellinger just <laughs> won the NL Comeback Player of the Year, yeah. which, you know, makes sense because he absolutely sucked for two years. Um <laughs> I would be like pretty nervous to go spend big money on Cody Bellinger. Well, that's what he's the numbers are. Up yeah, there. and and people are speculating he's gonna you know get two hundred <clears throat> million potentially, uh, which is which is crazy for me. That's an overpay. Carpet is cool. Did say his momager did later thank the Mariners organization in a tweet, but like that's kind of weird to me. Every time a, a player his leaves, his momager. You never heard that? Does he have a? Is his mom actually his manager? I mean, maybe I don't no, know. No, I've never heard I've, momager. What is like that? the term momager? You don't know what that means? Like, wait, are we, are we calling his mother like his manager? Wait, do you mean like you've never heard that his mom is his manager or the term momager? The term. <clears throat> oh, wow. I'm unfamiliar with that. Wow. Okay. Well, momager I, is, you never hear dadager, but no. momager is a mom manager. I mean, never you don't have to Google that. it. It's, it's. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I never heard that. Wow. Okay. You learn something new every day here wow. on the PHLY um, Phillies podcast. Yeah, momager is like when you have a mom, your mom is your manager. Oh, I your momager. It. I just never heard it. Wow. They sit like. And I'm shrinking again. Like a. <laughs> Chris Jenner is a huge momager. Like okay, classic that makes, momager. Yeah, makes sense. Like there's a lot of momagers out there. Okay. Yeah, you um, are shrinking again. Yes. Wow, this, this little chair. Jamie. This chair. <laughs> it's so weird seeing you so low down there. <laughs> yeah. um, um, okay, but yeah, Mama Yeah, no, never is, heard that. Learn something new. Ah, there you go. Oh, I'm not having a stroke, I hope. My God, don't speak that on me. <laughs> um, but listen, there were some other things I know people mentioned. Uh, oh, Matt never heard Momager either. Yeah, well, okay. welcome, Matt. Wow, you're not alone on that. There's Where's some others. The oh, hypothetical. Wow, apparently it's just me. So I didn't I didn't want to call Dunedin, Dunedin, but I know Momager. King Crab says, I've only heard of MILFs. Of course. Yeah. I wasn't going to read that, but of course. Well, you know, <laughs> it's par for the course with King Crabs there. Wouldn't be a moment without King Crabs chiming in. Uh, yeah, I... I I think that's hilarious you know like you guys are all about Dunedin and I'm all about knowing momagers yeah. there you go but um, I know in the chat I just want to run through Jamie uh because there was a mention about Mookie and no not Mookie coming to the Phillies no, Mookie but Mookie Betts positions. being named uh as the everyday second baseman for the Dodgers and so Alana Rizzo of MLB Network um was a part of breaking that down with manager Dave Roberts as they were talking about this upcoming season a move from Mookie to second base 
There's the move, guys. There's Absolutely the move. Absolutely wild how good of a baseball player Mookie Betts is. And he's just going to step into second base and be seamless and be fine. And yeah, he's, he's just a super athlete. I mean, he almost gets discredited in the Otani discussion because he doesn't hit the long ball. But, like, God, this guy is freaking good. Mm -hmm. uh, so Mookie Betts, yes, yeah, second baseman, and, and they more or less have their outfield set. The Dodgers continue to be desperate uh, for starting pitching help. Um, so a couple other rumors that are out there before we get to Renee's um, tortuous get guess that ballpark today because I know I won yesterday. I am winning six to three, by the way. I think it's five to three. And no, you were it's cheating six for a to three. I have it written down. I of didn't look at the do. scoreboard. You were cheating a full week before me. So it's really like <laughs> six to five. Um, so before we get to that, a couple other rumors. Uh, John Heyman. Well, the fact that he said Otani and Yamamoto aren't happening this week makes me think it's actually happening this week. Uh, but John Heyman said that four to five teams have already called the Tampa Bay Rays about Tyler's boy, Tyler Glass now. Um, curious to see if the Braves are one of those four to five. I would imagine they are. Uh, now, the Milwaukee Brewers and Corbin Burns. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are apparently torn as to whether or not to trade Corbin Burns. They know they're basically going to lose him in a year's time, but they feel as though they can contend for their division this year. If I was running the Brewers, I'd say, screw it. I'm going down with the ship. Like, probably to be damned, but, like, I don't know if I'm trading away Corbin Burns if I yeah. feel as though I can win the division. I know you can recoup some big pieces for him, but, like, that's a tough one for the Brewers. Hopefully they keep him and, and he doesn't end up in Atlanta because that would be a nightmare scenario. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm never a fan of when a team is rebuilding to also – I know someone like Corbin Burns can bring you back a lot. Sure. But I also – But you don't want to tell your clubhouse on, that you're yeah, done. And I'm also stuck on the fact that you're going to move – a guy that's already <laughs> proven himself time and time again to hope that you can bring in someone that's a prospect or something that's going to pan out. You know, I just, you know, you see it across leagues where depending on the league, they might trade for um, draft picks. They might trade for prospects in baseball. They might trade for money, just depending on what league it is across professional sports. And I'm not a fan of trading for the what ifs. Like if you have, if you're the Brewers and you've got Corbin Burns and you know what he's going to give you, try to build Build around him. Don't build without him. And now you're bringing in prospects and, you know, what they probably get. A few different players, a couple young prospects, and hoping they pan out. It just, yeah, I it's mean, too I would much hope you win the division and, and you can maybe come up with some money and keep them. I don't know. But I, like, don't I don't know. know I'm, I'm, I'm just not on. a fan of, like, you're that desperate to it's rebuild small, it's that the you. It's mid-market, small-market yeah. teams. Ugh, they can't really, thing. like. They have to hit on these young guys coming up and being good because they and, can't and afford market value. Because you can get them for cheaper. Yeah, and, it's, a, ah, it's a whole thing. But now you're just it's it's the what it's the what is. So hopefully, I'm hoping he stays in Milwaukee. Um, now the Yamamoto <laughs> aye, aye. market. Uh, Jim Bowden has heard uh, that the Mets feel as though uh, they are the favorites. Uh, the Mets also from John Heyman have been mentioned as the team that is the Blake Snell fallback. And another source, uh, Bob Klapsich, Clap uh, said he heard from an AL executive Solid. that the Yankees feel as though they have a huge advantage in the Yamamoto front, and I quote, like, way ahead of the pack. So it appears Yamamoto, to me, is going to go to New York, whether it's the AL or the NL. That's two TBD. We talked about the Mets yesterday being like the snakes in the grass a little bit. So it appears Yamamoto and Blake Snell are what they're lying in the grass for. So that payroll at $289 million is probably going to exceed $310 million, $320 million next year, which is absolutely wild for mm. a team that's probably not going to win any, mm. anything. Mm. You love to see it. I love to see the Mets uh, just fail. But I don't want to see him get Yamamoto. Snell, like, again, I don't know if I'd be, like, terrified that they got Snell. I'd be like, okay. I'd l much less like to see Yamamoto in a Mets uniform. Where do I sign? I know Carpet ask, was asking if I played soccer. Yeah, I played professional soccer. I wish that women's sports had these types of potential deals. I'd still be playing. I wouldn't be sitting here with you. I'd still be there racking in my, signing my deals and uh, continue racking in my millions if I was getting offered. This, these are insane numbers. Um, but as we, what I keep going back to with Yamamoto, which has me less 
excited every time I hear a different rumor is I really, really, really believe that Yoshinobu Yamamoto is taking his time and will not be signing a deal this week. Well, he's got I one I think month. right now, yeah, I mean, June 4th is, is close. It is already December. What January. is this? Oh. <laughs> I want it to be June, too. Right yeah, now. I mean, June 4th I, is close I also. June 4th is close, too. But January 4th is even closer. And it's already December 5th. What is today? The 5th? Gosh, I don't know what day of the at all. But the point is, he's got a little less than a month left to sign and I feel like with him having so many great offers and options uh you want to take your time so his camp has talked about that wanting to take their time I know we've talked about on the show time and time again so I'm not I think I will be more like oh excited about Yamamoto deals like next week but this week I'm just he's just his team is just out there fishing they're just seeing what sticks seeing what they can catch john sequela says something i haven't read this yet and this is pretty fascinating actually uh good work by john s in the chat and maybe this is why they feel like they're way ahead of the pack uh he says the yankees have not given out the number 18 Ah. for two years because 18 is considering considered the pitching ace number in japan so that's pretty interesting maybe Hmm. all it took was holding on to number 18 uh, for Yamamoto to sign with your team. That's so, interesting. I, I'm, look, we'll he wants to go. He's, he's, we've heard all the reports. He wants to go somewhere that's iconic and legendary baseball uh, club. He wants to go to a specific location. Then we heard it wasn't a location. Then we heard he wants to play with a fellow Japanese player. Then we heard he didn't care about that. It's just been all over the place. But I think the one consistent thing, that's a good point about number 18, is he's going to take his time. So with this week, it seems like we came into this week, Jamie, expecting like guns a blazing from monday because well, it's, it's been so aggressive Yamamoto and now and otani are clogging up the they works. are and i feel like if otani especially is the one that's really he's really slowing everything down because i i feel like a lot of people understand yamamoto is going to take his time but now it's all these other moves everybody's just waiting everyone's sitting waiting with bated breath to make it to make that next step and make that move so well you know it's you, slowing down winter meetings for you know sure. where you don't have to wait with bated breath and that's wheelhouse cards <laughs> because they have two great locations for you in wayne and westchester and they're our go-to gift and apparel shop in the delaware valley their motto is cards and community because a love of sports unites us all they carry all of your favorite card brands including tops chrome baseball and mosaic football as well as t-shirts hats hoodies and more from brands like Mitchell and Ness, 47 Brand, Junk Food, Starter, and Shy Vintage Sports. And if you're a card head and you're looking to get your sports card collection graded, well, Wheelhouse has got you covered. They offer PSA grading submissions, and they also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. So stop into either of their stores in Wayne or Westchester, open seven days per week at 11 a.m., Use code PHLY and get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in store. And be sure to give them a follow on Instagram at Wheelhouse Cards. And let me tell you about the Game Time app because the holiday season is here. You might be thinking like, oh, what can I get that person in my life? Well, get them tickets to one of their favorite events because that never goes over poorly. Game Time is the fastest growing ticket marketplace app in the country because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to get tickets to all your sporting events uh concerts comedy shows and theater near you they have killer deals on last minute tickets with their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting fight hyped for all the fun you're gonna have they have flash deals and last minute tickets easy to buy and find tickets for every kind of event in your area and you can get image of your seat views so get Tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you don't have to dig through your email and snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, before we move on, the last couple rumors I saw. Uh, the Diamondbacks are looking to find a full-time DH hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, those stinking Diamondbacks. Apparently, Justin Turner and J.D. Martinez are two guys they're uh, kind of honing in on there. Uh, and Eduardo Rodriguez might be the big news that happens before Otani and Yamamoto mm-hmm. as his free agent market, according to John Morosi, is moving rather quickly. Uh, it speculates it could happen before Otani. He is in Nashville this week and has had multiple in-person meetings with teams. So Eduardo Rodriguez could be the first guy to kind of 
get the ball rolling a little bit here in Nashville this week. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's you know, it's been for, a snooze fest so far. I was going to say, it's time for some moves to be made, and it's time for us to see a change um, happening and some a trade of something, something going on. But you know where you don't have to wait? That's over at Hero Bread because you never have to wait to eat better at a later time or wait until another time to make sure that you're following your diet because over at Hero Bread, they've got bread options, rolls, tortillas, wraps that meet wherever you are in life at that moment, whatever your allergies are, diets, um, any sort of lifestyle changes you're looking to make, Hero Bread can help you do that. Now, over at Hero Bread, you can make sure you're eating some high-fiber, ultra-low net-carb breads. They also have zero-gram sugar per slice, as well as fewer calories than the leading national brand. So you can go now to Hero.co, or you can head over to Amazon, and with code PHLY, you're able to get a nice discount of 10% off at Hero Bread. So again, Hero Bread allows you to have soft, fluffy, delicious bread and also healthy bread at that hero.co using code PHLY to get 10% off. Now, I know you were talking about tickets, Jamie. I just wanted to remind people as we're all missing Phillies baseball right now. This is why June was on the mind because June is the London series. And I know I saw the, uh, I've been getting all the emails about the London series. The weekend pre-sales did end that was yesterday on Monday that those pre-sale tickets ended where you could no longer buy the weekend ticket pre-sales. But starting today, some exciting news as you're looking to eagerly get back to watching Phillies baseball is you can go ahead and buy your single-day tickets. So uh, those single-day ticket pre-sales did begin today that you can plan to be out in London in June. Again, those games are June 8th and 9th, which is very exciting because June will be here before we know it, that you'll have a chance to go out to london and watch the mm. phillies play so that's exciting news yeah that would be a fun trip to make yeah um we'll see love the idea of that love yeah, the idea of that we and put something together where we can uh, maybe go over well we're fortunate that we've had our winter break sponsored by ford because ford has allowed for us to be able to uh be a part of all the excitement of winter meetings and over at ford they are your local ford store whether you can make you can head over to your local ford store make the holidays bright and take advantage of their year-end sales event that's going on now through January 2nd. So over at Ford, they've got a full lineup of vehicles, including the F-Series. And with their trucks and all that they have at Ford, uh, you can be able to ride in style with a selling line of trucks that are the best and top in America for 46 straight years, including the F-150. I'm a huge fan of the F-150, and I will one day own an F-150. I'm just saying yeah, that I now. Yeah, I grew up with a bunch of oh, uh, construction yeah. dudes in my neighborhood and hunters, and they all had Fords. Oh, well, the F-150 has like, the best-in-class available towing. They can tow up to 14,000 pounds, which is a lot of us. And they also have an available payload. Uh, you know, it's just their Ford trucks allow you to be able to ride in all different types of you know whether it's camping or going out to the game and tailgating being able to ride in style and be able to have a, a, a lot that you're carrying with your f-150 or your ford truck so you can learn more about ford's full lineup and they make the holiday bright sales event at buyfordnow.com and you can head over to your local ford to check out what they've got in store and also get a test drive so shout out to ford for not only allowing us to be a part of um, some great opportunities like winter meetings, but also they can get you an opportunity to get behind the wheel and test drive one of their incredible vehicles across their lineup. Yeah, so uh, thanks to Ford for letting this week happen and have John mm -hmm. down in Nashville for us. Uh, and now it's time to get to uh, America's favorite game show, Renee, where people America's. get to watch it. Yeah, uh, well, the PHLY Phillies fans. <laughs> uh, favorite game show where we get to watch you get tortured uh, because what? you think way too hard about this, just fire away. So, uh, winning for the is, record, is not really uh, a thing. What do you mean winning's not a thing? Well, you've been cheating since the start. It's, uh, I mean, the, the contest has already been. So now it's Great American a... Ballpark. The end. I'm going Great American <laughs> Ballpark today, Cincinnati. So because I've been winning, I well, you were cheating like a full week and a half before me, so like, <laughs> it wasn't really a fair game. I wasn't cheating for a full week and a half. All right, so the score right now Tyler. is six to six to three. I have six wins. If anybody need clarifying, well, see, this is where and this is where I have to call out your cheating because you like to tout the scores, but it's a skewed I'm just, score. I'm just sharing the score. All right, Deflate I mean, Gate. you don't know, you don't know, you didn't know I was doing I, I this. I saw you, you checking stuff out. We never had rules. And well, I'm not like. I mean, I didn't think cheating had to be explained as a rule. But also, there's no way to fully cheat for this game. Well, 
there's ways to improve your chances. <laughs> like cheating would be me going into Slack and like taking it out no, of like they, Tyler's they, Slack. They share they share that like uh, that privately. would be I don't no, I know that that would be cheating if I if I Michigan's this and was going in and like stealing the answers beforehand. We have an interesting way of classifying <laughs> cheating. Uh, so let's get to today's ballpark, Tyler. Uh, yeah. Just tell me, should I go Great American Ballpark? Because no, I'm I, feeling it today. I would, I would not. I mean, I would recommend you don't. But <laughs> I'm it's up feeling to you. it. By the way, guys, uh, just to, to go back really quickly to the, uh, the 18 conversation, uh, dating back to the 60s and 70s, 18 is traditionally wait, handed out. Wait, can you wait to have this conversation when you show the ballpark so we can stall? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Yes! Story time while Renee cheats coming up next. Wow. But I'm fascinated to hear I love this. this. Tyler story time during Guess That Ballpark. Yeah. Here we go. All right, here's Do your it, Tyler. Oh, that is funky. Oh, wow. Go ahead, Tyler. Tell us the story. Right, I'd love now. to hear so, uh, it. Yeah, the 18 in Japan and the start significance the of it. Yeah. Start from the top and take your time. The, uh, the number 18 dates back to the 60s and 70s in professional baseball in Japan. It is uh, typically uh, issued to... Uh, the ace of the pitching staff for any particular team. So a couple of players uh, of note that have worn 18 uh, either in Japan, in Major League Baseball, or both include uh, Daisuke Matsuzaka, uh, Hiroki Kuroda, uh, Kenta Maeda just in his contract with the Twins. Oh, had it wanted to. Well, so it it was kind of a handshake deal with uh, Mitch Garver, who was currently wearing it. Um, And Garver was like, yeah, if he pitches like an ace, he can have whatever he wants. I'll I'll give him more than just the number 18. So Mm. uh, Maeda will wear 18 with the Twins. And uh, Yamamoto now, theoretically, the, the thought process for the Yankees is if he can somehow work into his contract that he's guaranteed the number 18, I think the Yankees feel like they could maybe use that as a bargaining chip of some kind. Okay. I That's love that cool. story. It's so great. You should tell it twice. Um, <laughs> did you hear so, Did right? you hear that out in San Francisco? One of the sandwich places said that if, um, if Shoei Otani was to sign with San Fran, they would have like a whole sandwich named after him. Do I need to call my friend Danny over at Angelo's yeah, Pizza? Honestly, and, I think and, it's time to start pitching some Philly spots. Yeah, I mean, I think if you got a uh, an Angelo's sandwich named after you and uh, hook up And like there. an unlimited... You can eat as much as you want there and yeah. you have unlimited I, tabs. I think me and, and somebody else could make that happen here. And All right, so we've got some answers in the chat. I actually think I know what this is. Do you? I do. I'm feeling uh, kind of good. I'm just double checking my work. <laughs> so, question has, because I never <laughs> kept go. the list here, has Texas Ranger Stadium been used? It has, right? Yes. Hmm. So right now I'm thinking it's City Field. All right. Is my initial thought, but it's not my final answer. But that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. And I might not even need a clock today. I know John ironically was just saying City also. I may not uh, even need a clock today, guys. I might be done before Jamie. Wow. I'm kind of stumped a little bit today. Kind of looks like the Pizza Hut logo a little bit. Pizza Hut, a uh, Pizza Hut, Kentucky mm. Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut, McDonald's. <laughs> The hell is that? Is this a new level of low stalling? <laughs> Do you know that I, song? No. That's a song. I've never I'm heard that before in my life. I'm crying right now. A song <laughs> where? In your head? No. <laughs> you never. Okay, there's a whole song and dance with it, actually. There's like a hand, like hand motions that go with it. That's a, a childhood song. Um, uh, so has, <laughs> has Minnesota Twins been used? I was literally just um, looking not, at Target Field. I don't Field. believe we've right, used I'm going Target Field. Final answer, Target Field. I was just looking at Minnesota that one. I don't want to okay. have the same answer as you. But uh-huh. it's Kentucky Fried Chicken and a Pizza Hut McDonald's. Are you okay? I thought you had an answer. What was this no style? No, I don't know. Well, it kind of does look like Target Field. And I was ironically looking mm. at that when you said it. I promise uh-huh, you. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. promise you I was looking you, at it prior to you. guys are allowed to guess the same stadium if I you know, want. I know, but then guessing the same one means we either both get it right or we both get it wrong. Yeah. I don't want that. All right, Renee, I think we're going to put a 30-second countdown on. Oh, no. You've already said you had an answer. Make that. Nobody else knows my song? No. Gosh, you guys, I had a totally different childhood than you guys, clearly. Uh, CMC says uh, Renee's momager made up that song. <laughs> no, I've never heard that. Google it. All right, Renee, go ahead. Ask your question. <laughs> the go ahead. Been, What's your last stall uh, question? Has the answer been said in the chat or out loud? Yes. <gasps> has anybody guessed Target Field in the chat? <laughs> nope. No. But it has been said. 
Yeah, well, either one of either you or the chat or Renee. Oh, no. I'm just trying to play some mental oh, warfare here. Oh shucks, that does make me a little mm -hmm. bit more nervous. Yeah, because I did say target field just because the chat. Did was the answer said in the chat, but not said no, out no, loud? No, 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 you can't ask that question. <laughs> all right, That's all right, you know what? All right, final I'm answer. In. Let's I'm go. Locked in. I'm locked in, baby. What, what do you got? <laughs> City field. Shitty field. Ah, that right side is making me think that it is City Field out in Queens, New York, possible future home of Yamamoto. If it's City Field, he's not going there. So I uh, I have to give credit to to, to one person because <laughs> they have been fantastic lately. Somebody in the chat got Shout it. out to King Krabs has been killing what? it lately. What did he What did he guess? I missed it. In Milwaukee. That's Milwaukee. Damn. What? How? That's not right. I thought the challenge flag. I was close. Flag. Minnesota's not that I far thought the away challenge from Wisconsin. Flag. I thought the I, challenge I, I don't, flag. I don't, think, I don't think geographical prominence has, I was closer has than anything Renee. to do with it. Minnesota what? and Wisconsin are like well, right there. That's the case, New York's all the way over here, Renee. No, no, that was a bad no, guess If that's you. the case, then I was... I should have got partial points when I said City Field and it was Yankee Stadium. No. And I didn't no. get partial points for being in the so, same state. You don't get points for being on the same part of the country. Yeah, no, I was geographically closer. I win today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us today. We hope you have a great day. John Foley will be back on with us tomorrow from Nashville. Hopefully, Yamamoto or Otani uh, make up their selfish minds and pull the plug on the free agent floodgates at the MLB winter meetings. And again, thank you to our friends at Ford for making John in Nashville possible. This show has been powered by Ford, so check out buyfordnow.com to find and test drive the Ford nearest you. Renee, don't wear this loss too hard. Well, how do you feel? You always say American. You were on the East Coast. I yeah, was but you always guess, and time you time. actually were would have been I, right. I, this game doesn't bother me because it's you very hard. You always say either Great American or something. Mm -hmm. Like, you should have just locked Tomorrow's going to be Great American Ballpark. I'm <laughs> you should have just right. said American, and you would have been—you would have trickled into a win. I was I was close. Instead I was in Wisconsin. Great American. You could have just said American. All right. Well, that's us. That's it for us today. Have a great day, everyone. And we will be back tomorrow at noon. Uh, appreciate all of you. Have a great rest of the Tuesday. We'll get the dub tomorrow, guys. Somebody do something in Nashville. Wake up. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Y'all silly like the mayor.